Hello, welcome to number six of a billion. Uh, this is You're Missing the Point. You notice we have a name now, which is a brand new thing. Um, oh, can I cut you off there just very early? What's this episode six? I haven't been on since I thought we were on episode four. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing, Thomas. Uh, well, you were you were gone. Well, well, he was gone, but what really happened is I excommunicated him from the show for a temporary period of time, a forced hiatus, if you will. Um, so is this like the NFL where you get put on leave because you like were found in an elevator on security tape doing some bad dealings? <laughs> yes, I saw a security camera of you, and I was see. Not I've been I've been avoiding elevators for this very reason, and it's, oh, I, I caught you in one elevator, parking garage, Fifth and H. Oh, I knew it. So wait, 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 wait. Let's get back on track. We're on episode right, six. episode six. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I um, while you while you know I, I was tested out a couple things. There was a, a I did a show by myself, which I'm sure uh, was. Basically, like prison for the listeners, for the regulars. I'm sure you guys have all heard it. There's a lot of <laughs> listeners these days, <laughs> more than more than anybody uh, at this at this stage, I would say. Um, and then there was also uh, another guy I knew that was in town, and I recorded one with him. That was fun. And I knew that I learned that that was the best one that we've done, in my opinion. Whoa! <laughs> I, you know, I, the audacity I, for I, our loyal listeners. I don't. I don't need you. Is what I'm saying. I'm just. I'm. I'm going to see the metrics on this. I'm going to request the metrics because uh, you do the back end. But come on, <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm going to give you altered tapes. <laughs> I, this is a one man show over here. I don't need. I don't need you. <laughs> I did actually need somebody. My, by myself was not good. So you are better than nothing. Wow. Uh, tough. Tough battle. It's tough. Yeah, tough crowd. Tough sledding. Wow. Yeah, Ooh, better than tough, nothing. Tough sledding out there in the at, podcast At least I'm not world. a negative then. I mean, you know, you got to put degrees on this. Yeah, you're in the positive. You're still yeah. in the black. But uh, You know when you're watching a basketball the game, black. the most important stat is the plus minus. <laughs> it shows you how many points the team had on the floor. Like Alex Caruso on the Lakers, what a glue guy. Like You plug him in, he'll have like three assists. But his team will be like plus ten. You know, I have been playing. So me and Thomas have been playing um, NBA Two K Twenty a lot lately. I've been winning most of the games. That is and, total <laughs> and utter crap. Like that is not the case. He won twice recently when I was handicapping myself with bad teams. Yeah, that's what the losers say. Hmm. Okay. Who are you gonna trust, me or this loser who just skipped two episodes for no reason? It's I, see, skip for no reason. That that's where I ha- take issue with this. One, didn't know there was other episodes recording, and two, I was busy. Oh, Thomas is mad that I'm cheating on him. Hate yeah, so we've been playing a lot of NBA 2K20 on the Xbox One. Microsoft, can talk about that some more if you're interested in any kind of placement. Can do we that. already shouted out LeBron James, your cover athlete, in episode two. But yes. apparently we're on episode six. So yeah, I mean, no, I, we're on six. Who eventually I'm not even going to have the correct episodes down because I'm just getting abandoned for most of these. Can't wait until you uh, listen to those and see all the shout outs I made. We've been playing a, lo- <laughs> playing a lot of this game on Xbox One. Um, but I don't know anything about the NBA, really. So uh, yesterday 
whenever you told me what to look at these plus minuses on the scoreboard, this is important. That was the first time I ever knew what that was for. It was. Um, it's a very important and vital statistic. If you're going to advanced metrics, it's like true shooting percentage and plus minus, and that is the money ball of the NBA. The money ball of basketball. You know, Brad Pitt and the Astros, not Astros. Brad Pitt and the Athletics. Athletics. The Good movie. Days. That Billy was Bean. a great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill. Um, that was based off of a uh, book. A good book, yeah. The same guy that did um, The Big Short. It's got a wide range good of stuff. In, good entertainment yeah. writer. Yeah, yeah, good guy. Uh, I got a couple Sports. of books over there. You know, the thing about yeah. Brad Pitt, actually, so you're going to... Thomas hates these. So I got these new shoes. Oh, my gosh. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And you need to put a picture of these as the picture on oh, the podcast. Oh, this should be on the on the graphic, the shoes. The, totally. the shoes need to be on the graphic Good for this idea. episode. Just so our, our listeners can see what we're talking about. And like on the new Facebook page that I think you have running, I think you should run a poll for the for the for the listeners. That's a good idea. I think they'll. Oh, we'll see. We'll see who's loyal out there. Who's a big, you know, trendy, understand style. But, but these fashion, are bad. Conscious. These are like. Oh my god. He's looking like Peter Pan. No. I'm like, are we gonna find Neverland? No. Uh, today, actually, the 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 boss told me he's like, those shoes come with a bow and arrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, they're just haters. These these people out there. These they they. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're correct. They're on they've, they've they've gone outside and seen how people dress, and they thought, "Huh, I could look like a normal person, or I could look like Peter Pan." <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they're they, including you, are insecure about not being able to pull off a modern Western look. See, modern and Western are—that's like an oxymoron. Like Western, I, when I think Westerns, I think what they show on television. On the tables, or on the, not tables, on the shows that, like, you only need an antenna for, you know? Like, no normal cable viewers have new content, and Netflix, and HBO, and Amazon, and Disney+. Plus. They all have that, but, like, when I'm thinking of Western, it's, like, over the air, man. Whatever, you, you're just a hater. These are great shoes. But tell me about it. So, Brad Pitt, you, you were trying to explain this to me the other day, and I, I, I have to say I was not paying attention. Yes. <laughs> so, I was, I was recently in New York. Uh, listeners, you'll know about that. Um, if you heard the last couple episodes. <laughs> See? <laughs> I don't even know about this New York situation. Right. Went to New York, talked about it on the show all by myself. Um, on the train back, I watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on the computer. And uh, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt was in it, won an award, and uh, I liked the shoes that he was wearing. So I was like, "Man, he looked cool in those. That's some that's good look, nice Western look." Oh, I'm sure 1969 the viewers are gonna love it. vintage. <laughs> you, you can't beat it. And oh, so then, it just coincidentally, Minnetonka, the main maker of moccasins, shout out Minnesota, um, Link Minnetonka, they. We're selling. They re-released these two-button moccasin boots that were the same model that Brad Pitt was wearing in the show or in the movie, and they said on the description and everything. So that's that was like, well, my, I guess you know, if I'm going to get any, I might as well. If if they're good enough for Pitt, they're good enough for me. I I disagree. They're good enough for Pitt because 
someone told me, hey, Jake, you look like a character when you're wearing those. Like, what are you dressing up for? And Jake's like, well, Brad Pitt wore these. Yeah, Brad Pitt wore these when he was playing a character. You can't just wear those every day. I, Brad Pitt, you, you keep clinging to this name. He doesn't wear these in his general daily life. <laughs> he, you don't know that? No, I can guarantee he is not going to be wearing these at the Emmys. Well, at they're the not, Golden no, Globes. No, I wouldn't wear these at the Golden Globes. They're maybe maybe the Screen Actors Guild Awards, but not the Globes. <laughs> the only place that fashion is that bad of those award shows would be the Screen Actors Guild. And they protest. Hmm. Well, I guess I guess you're right. Doesn't matter. They are good shoes. Um, but but the the big news, I think, we have a name. Yeah, that's right. So the last couple episodes are gonna have the new graphic that I'm gonna make because I haven't released them. I told I've been telling everybody they're coming, but I've been refusing to release them until I come up with this name. It's been I've been working very hard on it, and. Um, I couldn't think of any, really, so I, I crowdsourced a lot of them with my boys. And uh, here, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you, Thomas hasn't, Thomas hasn't heard any of these, so because uh, I vetoed them immediately. So we're gonna I'm going to read them off, and we're, we're going to see if, if any of them are better than uh, You're Missing the Point, which has a story to it as well. The first one, the first one that I got was uh, Dumb and Dumber. So I'm dumb and you're dumber. It's, no, it's absolutely <laughs> not. No, there's no way. I'm over here running the whole thing, and you're over there. We'll see how the metrics do on the episodes oh, that aren't Oh, my happening. gosh. Yeah, that's right. We'll just. Who, I don't need you. We'll see. How the okay. data will prove okay. it. Well, the, Brad Pitt would approve. The money ball. The money ball of podcasting. That's why I need the advanced metrics. Um, <laughs> I'm a metrics Okay, guy. dumb and dumber. I, you know, I was a big fan of common misconceptions, but that... Did not hmm. that did not focus group very well. I, I kind of like that one. Right, yeah. I thought it was pretty good too. But the, what does the audience know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why we're here. A little, they, yeah, because they don't know. We're here to teach you. Exactly. They don't have a podcast. That's right. Um, <laughs> let's see what we've got here. Uh, you know, this was sort of an insider joke. Uh, my man. Well, I'm not going to say who it was, but a, a person told me to do a more than Jake. Ah, okay. So Jake is obsessed with his band called Less Than Jake. Not obsessed. I like Less Than Jake. I've seen obsessed. them many times. <laughs> he was going to say a number and then a borderline <laughs> obsession. Like, are you following them around arenas? Yes or no? And it's like, it borders lines. Eh, it would be more than less. Let's say that. Yeah. So more than Jake was suggested. And, you just, and I intro it with Less Than Jake. And it's a ska joke. Everybody likes ska. No one likes ska. Just what? you and like oh three God. people I've met randomly at parties, and they're all shocked when they meet another ska listener. <laughs> <laughs> like what? No, it's not like normal music. People aren't listening to that on the top forty. They should be. <laughs> Every song just needs oh a little trombone and a little <laughs> yeah. saxophone. Everything is better with the trombone. <laughs> That's, it's, you can read... You, oh, whatever. Well, so that's why more than Jake didn't work, because I was going to have to deal with this every day. I don't know if I'd go on a show that begins with ska music. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if people would listen to that. I mean, 
On the radio today, on when I was listening to the sports radio station in, in Washington, 106.7, The Fan. Um, if you're listening, they have a they have a show on the on the drive home. They call Ska Wednesdays. That is talk sports radio. That alone makes me not listen to the fan. And they intro and outro all their stuff with Ska. Ugh. See, and I bet it's their lowest listenership day. Okay, keep going. I mean, let's get off this Ska nonsense. Okay, the shit show. And uh, not PG. That's what I said. Yeah, I I, I, I literally said immediately, I cannot show that to my grandmother. Yeah, no. No. No, no chance. It's out. The, so then they switched it to the crap show. And also was, bad. No. Right. And I said, that sounds like a game at the county fair. Yeah, I'm not playing craps. No, uh, no well, craps is awesome. Don't, I'm not going to play it. Not, uh, well, you cannot be hating on the I'm casinos. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. Um, I was just by the MGM. The facility. No part of me wanted to go inside. Oh, man, I wanted to go inside the whole time. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> no, it, it sounds like a game at a carnival. It sounds like we're just, step right up, yeah, step right up right here to the crap show. It's like you're throwing balls at bottles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yep, that's out. Yeah, not doing it. Um, then we started working in uh, Hot Takes with Jake. Nah, nope. Hot Takes overdone. Right, Hot Takes is stupid, and it rhymes, and I refuse to, to participate in any cliches like that. No alliterations, which is why laughing with Loftzilla was be- was out. Laughing with Loft is fine. No, the it isn't. Loft's, and, and I, is this a high school We're occasionally informative for dance? the people. I mean, I'm no. not just saying we're laughing. No, home... Yeah, it's funny. We are laughing with Loft, but alliteration is the most juvenile form. Oh, I love alliteration. Creativity. Alliteration is beautiful. I know you. It's you're you're a juvenile <laughs> on the inside. Sorry, I like my alliteration. Alliteration is good branding. No, it's oh, it's awful. No, it's cheap. But the Loftzilla thing, I mean... Loftzilla's awesome. You're a grown man going by a dinosaur's name. Well, dinosaurs are the oldest things. They, they've been extinct for a long time, and so should your nickname. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Killing me. You hear this? I'm going to need... I'm going to have to go get another shirt because of all the knife holes in my back. <laughs> this is straight to your face. I mean... <laughs> this really was straight to the face. Well, that yeah, I guess th- those are the names. Well, so now uh, we didn't go with any of those because they were all super bad. So w- this is the show is called "You're Missing the Point," which I came up with a year ago when I was trying to start this um, same thing, but I didn't like any of it. This is way better. So what's the what's the point? Uh, you got to tell the story now. If if someone's missing a point, I don't even know this story. Well, every person that well, no, there's no nothing specific happened to me for me to come up with that. But I say I it all like, the time. There was a time, yeah, you've definitely said that to me a yeah, bunch of I times. I say it constantly because nobody gets it. Especially you'll be Thomas. giving me advice. Especially you'll Thomas. be giving tell me all kinds. Yeah, you miss the main picture. Yeah, I'll get you get caught up on the details. Forget the details. We're looking at yeah, the you're, big you're stuff. too much of a big picture guy. Oh my gosh, I've always said that I'm a big picture guy. You really are I'm a huge picture guy. Yeah, and then I'm just out here missing the point. Yeah, and you're just out there. <laughs> Focusing in on something that isn't the point. <laughs> Classic. Classic time. What, what's something that people missed the point on recently? Um, well, you know, I was really angry. So I, Chris Matthews resigned, right? Did you see that? 
Yeah, I mean, so there's there's like locker room talk, and then you had a term, uh, uh, lunchtime humor. Lunchtime yeah. humor. Those are those are deg- there's degrees to these things, and then there's like what's acceptable in a workplace. The thing is, you can't just be eating your snacks at the desk at work, telling the people. I, that's what I would say. Yeah, I hear you. Um, like. I don't really, I don't really, I'm not really talking about what he did. I think he was a legend. Like, Chris Matthews totally changed my life. The first book, the most important book that I've ever read my whole life was Hardball by Chris Matthews. Um, and I used the lessons I learned in it, like, every day. It didn't say anything about lunchtime. What's the, well, what, what, what's the big lesson uh, you got? Well, the thing, oh, it. yeah, listen. So, there was some, I, I, so I witnessed the biggest double standard on earth. I watched Morning Joe's reaction to this, right? It was Joe Scarborough. Yeah. Card-carrying Rhino. Am I right? Exactly. Actually, former, he, former Repub, now he's just going around. Might just be a card-carrying Dem anymore. A uh, political um, opportunist. Yeah. That's what I would um, say. Mika was up there with him. His wife? Yes. Now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she did this whole thing. Him and Joe. Her and Joe. Yeah, Mika and Joe. They just said that all this nice stuff about Chris, right? And they didn't once mention that the reason that he was fired, he didn't resign. The reason that he was fired was because of his Me Too level behavior. That's Whenever, a, if it was anybody else, they would have just ripped them. It would have said nothing nice. I think Chris Matthews deserves something nice to be said. Well, I, I think but. if we're looking at the Me Too movement, there's degrees and levels. Like There the, totally is, but the, these people would never give that respect to... Somebody like at Fox News. If somebody at Fox News went down like that, they would have they would they would have nothing nice to say about it. Right, but but what I'm getting at with the levels to this, I mean, what Pence is doing with endorsing like conversion therapy is bad, but at the same time, he's not the Iranians who are throwing gay people off buildings. Like with the Me Too movement, we have women who legitimately faced terrible abuses next to locker room talk and things that are generally not okay, but we're conflating the two. So Matthews going on about the appearance of women constantly on his shows, that's not cool. That's not okay. But we're canceling him the same way that we're canceling Weinstein and putting people in jail. And we're, we're saying that it's the same thing but it's not there's degrees i know i totally agree with that we've been but we we would we would we've been uh, we've experienced the same like not weinstein level lunchtime humor and the media has has uh just has refused to say anything respectable about them, right? Over, and we've right. been saying, us, us reasonable people have been saying this the whole time, and now all of a sudden they get it when it's one of their friends instead of somebody they hate. Right, yeah, yeah. they look at it and they're like, yeah, that's not okay, but... I think they're right. I think they should say something nice about them, but I'm, I'm pointing out the double standard. There is a huge double standard. They yeah. would be crucifying someone else for right. that. Yeah. But, but when it's their their friend, Chris Matthews, they, you know... Matthews is a legend, though. He was a Capitol Police officer. I didn't know that. Yeah, before wow. yeah, and he like worked his way up in with uh, Tip O'Neill and everything. I only uh, have good things to say about Capitol Police, honestly. It, you know, they're good people. I, I I pass them all the time. They've hassled me, but 
in a nice way. They never have written me a ticket. I think they really have a tough job. So, I, I re- hats out to our boys in blue on the Capitol. And steps. back to blue. I had a great interaction with the police today, DC Metro PD, uh, who written me a ticket before. So I'm, you know, but they wrote me a ticket today, parking ticket, in uh, and it was in an area that is questionable for uh, parking legality, but there is no sign that says you can't park there. There's a sign that says there is a bus stop across the street from there, but that is not where the bus stops. The bus does not stop in front of this sign, and so in a typical bus stop scenario, you wouldn't be able to park there, but this is not typical, and there's no sign that says you can't park there, like there are other bus stops. So what happened? So I got a ticket, and so I got out there, and I was videotaping it, I videotaped the scene, just to, you know, because I was going to contest yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, like a good... Good like citizen. A good citizen should do. Right? Yeah. And just make they can't sure just be going around right. ticketing everyone there. That's, yeah. You were making a point. Exactly. So I'm videotaping the scene and looking at it all, showing the lack of sign and where the bus stop really is and where my car was at in relation to all of it. Get in the car and um, look over, and there a police officer was pulled up next to me. And I rolled my window down, and he says, he says, if you promise not to park there anymore, I will rip up that ticket. Wow. And I immediately obliged, got out of the car, gave it to him. And I was like, what's the deal? He's like, well, you know, there's the kids uh, going gonna to have to stay on the road here if you don't, if, because of the bus. Really? And I was like, okay. Well, that's, we need a sign. I was like, perfect. We, sh- we should put up a sign. We should put and, up a sign. And um, I was like, yeah, I won't park there anymore. And then I got out, and we, we all were all good. And I, I got out of my car. He never left his vehicle. <laughs> I, like, leaned into his passenger window. Wow. Yeah, and, like, what a handed nice interaction. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> it was some really good community policing, Yeah, I would say. Yeah, you learned yeah. your lesson. I asked he him, learned his. I yeah. asked him, I was like, were you the one that wrote this? And he's like, yeah. So, like, the police are out there writing tickets, too. Now I learned from that. Wow. Um, not just the parking enforcement. I thought it was just parking enforcement. Yeah. But this was different. This was like a written on ticket. This wasn't printed out from a machine. And so he, that's why yeah, I Yeah, that sounds legitimate. So I guess that's why like ripping it up, like it wasn't in the system yet, I guess. And so but, but how was it even does that mean he just like has to take his papers back when he gets to the office and he's like, Ah, maybe I'll write these up. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'm just trying to scare people. What, I hope, what you know, that, I maybe. What's I, the purpose of that? I kind of hope that's what it is because that gives the officer a little bit of discretion. I like of, that. It, yeah, I, I think police need to operate with discretion because, as I say with everything, there there are degrees. If we just had people hardlining on the streets, that wouldn't be very smart. No, no, we need no. law and order is one thing, but discretion and using your talents. I mean, these guys have been enforcing parking for how long? They know when someone's in the in the very real wrong, you know, parked over like a bus stop for children. <laughs> well, no, that makes me sound like the bad guy. No, there I didn't know there wasn't a sign. It didn't say the bus stop is across the street. You can see it in the video. <laughs> I was that's what I would have said to the court to the to the judge, uh, maybe the jury. You know, if I go yeah, that yeah, far yeah. with it. Um, but no, I didn't have to do any of it because of some good cops out there. Yeah, a lot of good yeah. policing. Um, you know what's some bad policing, though? And I'll tell you about this. Uh, government is always a step behind, and, and in a good way, because they want to restrict your freedom. And here's the beautiful thing that's going on right now. Uh, Juul came into the market. They got all these kids hopped up on the nicotine. 
but they also were doing a lot of things called harm reduction, where people aren't smoking tobacco with tar and all these bad things. Juul was doing a very good harm reduction thing. And the way they were able to get people to switch from their general smoking, where it's smell and secondhand and all kinds of bad stuff, is they created flavors. They created things that enticed people to want to quit smoking, to want to transition to something less harmful. And what does the government do? They decide, oh, we got to bring them down. So they ban all the flavors. But you know who they didn't ban the flavors for? Disposable e-cigarettes. I mean, I personally am not a jeweler. I don't, I don't touch the e-cigs very often. I occasionally will take a puff, puff pass of that jewel. But, <laughs> but every, once in, every once in a blue moon. But I found these things called the puff bar. And puff bar, as Jake would say, if you're listening, it's amazing. They got around the regulation. And now they're selling like 20 flavors. I feel like a school kid. Now, I would only say that if I was making a reference to a previous episode. <laughs> because I'm, I'm identifying the regular listeners and making them feel special. But anyway, <laughs> keep, telling, tell, keep telling me the listeners new and, and, uh, and regular. So the other day, Jake comes home with these puff bars. And I'm like... What is this? It, it looked like Legos. It's like big bricks of pieces. And I'm like, all kinds of colors, all kinds of flavors. And then I, I hit one and I was like, huh, this is delightful. And uh, I brought it to work. It was like show and tell. <laughs> like I, I had not been in school for a while. And, you know, I, one time I brought my Etch-A-Sketch and that was pretty cool. But like, I have not been as cool since I brought this puff bar to work. Everyone loved the puff bar. Everyone was like, let me get a hit of that cucumber. It's like bright, delightful colors. And, you know, that's the thing that happens. Government is always a step behind. Now we have flavored, colored, like everything is amazing about this product. And the only reason this product doesn't exist for more people and more markets is because the government banned it. And so instead of is going to Is it possible tonight, that the government is missing the point? The government has completely missed the point. And the, you know who suffers here? It's not, it's not the tobacco companies. It's not the nicotine companies. It's our local brick-and-mortar stores, our locally, local uh, tobacco shops, our local uh, gas stations... Pretty much any grocery store with a customer service counter, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we have completely missed the point on this subject because these should be sold there. Jake, where did you have to purchase these? The big bad place they call the Internet. And that's what I'm getting at. Instead of money going to our local communities, instead of investing locally, instead of giving a cut to the local man who's just trying to support his family at the gas station. We are buying products online. Isn't that just sad? Hate to see it. Hate to, that's Government one of, has completely missed the point. Yep, that really on vaping and flavor bans, and uh, the same thing happens when they raise the tobacco age, right? Like nobody quits cigarettes. Whenever they raise the age, they just get them from the from the guy selling loose cigarettes on the in the, in the high school hallways, yeah, or, exactly. or whatever, right? You know, with their the the only thing that that type of thing hates or hurts is the uh, is like the businesses exactly and, and freedom. And and think about this, Jake. 
uh, I remember back in college, they decided to raise the tobacco age in Columbia, Missouri, at the University of Missouri, where we both went to school, uh, to 21. And I was, I was talking to people. And you know what they all told me? They're like, well, if I want smokes, I drive to Ashland. They drive 20 minutes away to the next surrounding town that hasn't increased to 21. Who is this hurting? It's hurting your local economies. If people have to shop somewhere else, this hurts everyone. Correct. Uh, at least, you know, uh, the federal raising the age hurts everybody equally. There's no more driving across the border. But then what um, are we doing? We're, we're criminalizing <laughs> yeah, for sure. people I, buying a product that they're going to buy regardless, you know? It's yeah, totally. It's a waste of time. Missing the point. Wa- really completely missing the point. Missing the point. Yeah, I, I hate raising I hated, I hated the age so much, I, I ran for a city council about it. He did. He did. He, uh, Jenny Chatwick, if you're listening, you won't be. But if you were... Uh, what a betrayal to your local constituents. I mean, you had to get recalled for the simple point of raising the age because you were hurting our local businesses. And that's what people don't see. You're hurting our businesses. Yeah, that was a direct attack on the local economy for sure. Yeah. This is what happens when you elect people that have no common sense. Yeah. Well, you know, if you have common sense, you're not running for office. You're starting a business and running that. <laughs> but, you know, that's... That's okay. Or, or being, or you know, or teaching. You know, if you can't do, teach. No, I have respect for teachers. Yeah, for sure. I think te- teachers are awesome. I think I've yeah. always hated that expression. It, I've always hated it because. What about the gym one? What if the if you can't teach, you teach gym? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> driver's ed. Yeah. No, we didn't even have driver's ed in our local schools. I had to take driver's ed to graduate from high school. Wow, that is some Illinois government. And the program. ACT. ACT, I kind of understand. If you, if the kid was it, did you have to pay for the ACT, or is that government subsidized? Um, it was free. I took it a few times, okay. and I paid the other times. But uh, or maybe it didn't. I don't know if I ever if it ever cost anything actually. I kind the the only problem I have with the ACT and SAT is it's not like a government test. This is a private company that is saying to you, pay our fees. And everyone has to take it. If you want to get into school, you have to take it. It's a huge racket. Maybe we should start our own. We, we, the, the, we could do the JTT, Jake and Thomas test. I would write some pretty tough questions. I got to say, <laughs> my reading comprehension skills are have always been sky high. I mean, I'm going to say, if, you're, if you miss this, you're missing the point. I was always more of a math guy. Uh, yeah, see, that's why you're an engineer. You're a problem that's, solver. That's right. I, <laughs> right. I see the world in terms of algebra. I see. I see the world in terms of bullshit. Oh, 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 oh. Classic writer over there, <laughs> just angry at all. Constantly, his, uh, constantly, constantly. Always has to complain about something by writing. Oh. Oh. oh man, I hate that. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. That's the end. Good stuff today. Thought we uh, we made a lot of progress. Hope you learned something. And I hope you're not missing the point. That's right. Tune in next time, just in case you are. You're missing the point.